Do you want to be a leader who gets noticed, gets things done, and gets real results? Then you need influence and authority. Join host Jennifer McClure to learn how to build authority, expand your influence, and increase your impact. This is the Impact Makers Podcast with Jennifer McClure. Hey there, Impact Makers. We're off and running in 2023, and I hope that you're finding your footing after digging out of your email inbox and resuming the regular rhythms of meetings and deadlines. If you're like me, you're likely back to being very busy, maybe even overwhelmed once again. So I thought I'd share some thoughts with you this week about one of the prime culprits of overwhelm for many of us, which is, of course, social media. Like many things in life, what started out as a good thing, connect with your friends, share pictures with the world from your family vacation, build real or fake relationships with people you've never met, and even build your personal brand and your business brand became a time suck for many of us. It distracted us from what's important and in some ways made our communication with each other much less civil and sometimes even harmful because it's much easier to say hurtful things to an avatar instead of a live human being. But I'm not ready to give up on social media just yet. While the online world of blogging, LinkedIn, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and maybe even TikTok for those of you who are brave enough to throw persistent security warnings to the wind, They've all changed dramatically since I first dipped my toes into the pool in 2006. Those platforms have been very good to me and to many others that I know and follow, though. For example, I've built my own brand online by first starting on LinkedIn in 2006 when there were less than five and a half million people on the platform. In those early days, LinkedIn was really adamant about managing their platform to achieve their original goals to help people connect with those they already knew, and then to facilitate introductions amongst those people to each other. Remember when there was no newsfeed on LinkedIn or when you had to have someone's email address to actually connect with them? In the beginning, there wasn't a whole lot going on except for a few brave souls connecting with each other and forwarding introduction requests amongst each other. I know when I first joined LinkedIn in early 2006, I was told by many in my city that Cincinnatians are never early adopters. They don't trust this new thing called LinkedIn, and they won't accept your connection request, even if they know you. My, how far we've come, where now you can get connection requests from people that you have no idea who they are and no reason to be connected to them just because it's easy. I'm not so sure that was an improvement. But eventually, LinkedIn needed to evolve to continue to keep people engaged on the platform, and they added features like posts, the news feed, groups, company pages, articles, LinkedIn Lives, and many more features that most of us aren't even aware of or even using. LinkedIn is still a place where I believe you need to be and to be active if you're a business leader. But how you get results there, which I would consider to be building and strengthening relationships and establishing your credibility while building your personal brand, well, that requires a dramatically different approach now than how I used it for years to build a following of over 200,000 people and almost 30,000 first degree connections, which is the maximum that you're allowed on the platform today. So I still believe LinkedIn is important, and I think we'll have to focus there. Now, let's take Twitter as another example. I've long said that Twitter is my favorite social media platform. I first created a profile on Twitter back in March 2008 when there were less than 1.5 million people on the platform and before there were millions of bots and fake accounts to stir up drama. Back in those good old days, we posted about what we were having for lunch or what was happening at the moment in our world, like was necessary for others to have a blow-by-blow account of activities throughout the day. And we did it using only 140 characters, not the 280 that you get today. 
We didn't think about privacy concerns or having someone actually show up at our home or place of business to comment on that sandwich that we were eating, but we did eventually figure out that sharing so much might not be a good idea, or at least most of us did. Twitter was truly a fun place to be back then, and in addition to the lunch posts and trivial insights into each other's lives, people were also sharing, helping, and connecting with people that they shared interests with, wanted to learn from, or wanted to get to know better. You've probably heard me say it here before, but I can honestly say that the people that I would consider my closest and best personal relationships today are almost all people that I, quote, met on Twitter back in those days. When I go to industry conferences or events and hang out with friends who don't live in my city, which none of my closest friends do, they're almost always people that I met on Twitter and interacted with for years there long before we met in person. Of course, like LinkedIn, Twitter's become an entirely different beast in the last few years. And while I still find it helpful as a news source and to keep up with thought leaders and friends who are still brave enough to post regularly there, I don't think it provides anywhere near the brand building and relationship building opportunity that it once did. And don't even get me started on Facebook. It's practically a ghost town now for a lot of reasons. Over the years, Facebook became much more about what the algorithm thought we should see or what they were being paid to show us and less about what your high school friends were up to or who went on a cool vacation and wanted to share their family pictures with you. To be honest with you, I miss what Facebook used to be more personally than I do for what it ever did for my personal brand or my business. But I think the Facebook ship is sailing into dark and distant waters, and it may just fade away into the void at some point in the not-so-distant future. Yet there's still ways that you can use it for good and to grow your career or for your business. As for Instagram, it's certainly popular, and it's probably the biggest black hole that I fall into each day. But I'm there watching cat videos, looking at horse pictures, and keeping up with the latest happenings of the members of BTS. I'm not really using it for business purposes, but that doesn't mean that others aren't seeing success there, although even those folks are having to constantly change what they're doing in order to keep up with the changing behaviors of users and the latest features being added or changes to the algorithm. So with that brief walk down social media memory lane, I'm thinking more and more about how social media fits into my plans for 2023 to continue to build my brand in the people leadership and professional development spaces, and also how it can be used to attract more clients to book me for speaking engagements, coaching opportunities, and eventually book readers for that book I promised you that I was going to write back in episode 72. Do I still think that leaders who want to stay current with business trends and what's happening in the future of work should be active on social media? Yeah, I do. But we have to be intentional and strategic about how we spend our time there consuming content and how we create and share content to attract and engage the right people who want to hear from us and want to hear what we have to say. I also still believe it is possible to build meaningful relationships with thought leaders, peers, professionals in your industry and career field, but it takes time and more than a daily picture of your favorite cup of coffee to make those things happen. So I invite you to join me in the next few episodes of the Impact Makers podcast as I dive deeper into what's working and what's not working with the most impactful social media and online platforms that I recommend you invest your time in in 2023. Next week, we'll start with the most impactful of all, which is, of course, LinkedIn. Make sure that you're subscribed or following the Impact Makers podcast in your favorite listening platform so you don't miss an episode. And if you'd like to make an impact on someone in your network today, please share this episode with them so they can embrace the future of work and develop and grow the leadership skills necessary to make a positive impact at work and in life right along with you. 
I'll see you here next week, Impact Makers. It's time for you to get noticed, create change, and grow your influence. Don't waste any time. Subscribe to this podcast and help us get the word out by leaving a review. 